I'm good, thank you. Just in general, away from racing in recent days, has there been a, a sense of a a bit of positivity, a vibe around the township? I'm gathering you might have seen or heard from people who are going to pubs for a meal and maybe your friends are getting a, I don't know, a facial or getting some hairdressing done. Does the place seem a bit more vibrant? There is a little bit more of that happening, yes. And I think people are still taking a cautious approach, which is, you know, I think what we hope everyone will do as restrictions um, begin to ease off. But it, but it is nice to be able to make a booking at one of the local hotels and maybe, you know, even sit down and have a coffee at one of the cafes as well. An obvious question you'll get over coming days and weeks and uh, is uh, can we go to the Cup, Belinda? Will people be on track for the Cup? Given you're one of the last spring Cups in country racing, it gives, I guess it gives you some sort of scope. But at this stage, uh, uh, that's not changing with the easing of restrictions in terms of what you can do. Is that what you believe? Um, it hasn't changed very much at the moment. So I think there's certainly some, as you say, regional um, Cups well, well before ours that... Um, you know, are more advanced in their planning and meeting with with the current restrictions. The restrictions, as they stand at the moment, are um, still pre- still pretty tight. Um, you, you're talking only ten people um, per room inside, and and social distancing measures in place for crowds outside as well, and, and being able to keep those groups apart and, and sort of groups of ten people. So um, there, there's a lot of restrictions still for a club to work with. Um, as you say, we're we're right at the end of spring and. November 21, we, we hope that there will be um, some changes to the restrictions in, in that time period and with enough time to allow us to maybe plan for a few more people. Um, there's certainly discussions around um, whether clubs might be able to have a, a percentage of their crowd um, even and, and, and whether that's a you know maybe a 5% of your crowd or a 10% of your crowd and then have measures in place and, and make an application to the government to to have have crowds, so um, there's still a lot of water to go under that bridge, I think, and a lot of planning um, working in with Country Race Victoria and, and Racing Victoria as well, and, and obviously subject to approval um, by by the government as well. Um, and I think racing needs to be mindful to, uh, or as a club, we need to be mindful of um, the local community and, and where they're at with um, how they're operating businesses too. So. Um, we're still, I guess we're, we're inching uh, closer to having having some people at, at the Ballarat Cup, the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup on November 21 and, and just uh, we'll continue to work with all of our industry partners and, and the government on, on how that might look and, and whether that's members and sponsors and owners or, or whether there might be an opportunity for members of the public to, to buy some sort of ticket and have access to come. Obviously, these decisions are made... Uh in time when they need to be made. Uh, are clubs pretty efficient in turning around quickly? Is it something you need to know? I guess it's one thing to be able to open up a racetrack, but then to tell people to. Is it something that bigger clubs or smaller clubs need a lot of notice to uh, go ahead with, if, even if it is positive news? Um, I think it, it helps our planning. The, the more time that we have, it, it, can, it helps with the planning and, and putting together what we might be able to offer to to whatever group of um, patrons we might be able to have back. Um, but I think we've said all along that all clubs need to be reactive um, because, you know, we all have feature events over the spring that, or, or a lot have feature events over the spring where um, we're going to be impacted differently by, by restrictions of that time. So as they ease, I think, yeah, we just have to be prepared to 
be a bit reactive and, and have measures in place where we can look at some alternatives to, to suit what the restrictions will be of that time. Um, we've got some smaller event days um, that still attract a fair bit of publicity and usually some patronage between now and the Ballarat Cup. Um, you know, we, we have the Hotham on October 9 and we, we have our Ladies' Day um, later in October as well. But um, usually we'd sell a couple of hundred tickets for, for our Ladies' Day function and, and have a, a fun function event day with fashion parades and, and different activities happening upstairs. Only being a bit over a month away, it's a little bit hard to tell if, if that might be able to eventuate. But but if, if it could in some capacity, um, you know, we, we'll, we will try and adapt and have, have something that we can put in place for that. But um, it's definitely uh, day by day, things, things can change and announcements can change. So uh, we're, we're working with everyone the best that we can. Yes, certainly. One thing in your factor, as you say, is you're one of the last cups. People used to say, gee, it's the last cup. Is that good? Is it bad? But in this case, it might work out to your favour. Chatting to Belinda Glass, manager of the Ballarat Turf Club, of course, the Gold Nugget meeting coming up now. I used to say this to Lachlan. I guess the price of gold dictates it would be an expensive trophy, but you never actually actually give away a gold nugget, do you? No, we don't. The, the name ties in with, with the history, obviously, with Ballarat and, and with Ballarat and uh, the likes of Sovereign Hill being being renowned for, for gold and the gold rush and, and Eureka Stockade. But um, we, we haven't in my time. I, I don't know about, you know, maybe maybe years ago whether a gold nugget, small gold nugget was ever considered, but we, we have a, a nice uh, gold cup to present to um, the winning trainer on that day. And who is Mortimer Petroleum? So they're actually um, a supplier of um, petrol um, and diesel, um, and so a supplier, a, a very reliable and good supplier of, of the Ballarat Turf Club for operating the machines and um, things we have operating, pumps and things we have operating here on course. Um, they've been a long-term sponsor and certainly associated with the Gold Nugget um, for probably four or five years now. And just before you go, I know you've had a meeting since then. The last time we spoke to you on a weekend was way back, uh, when I say way back, a few weeks ago now, but the Grand National Steeplechase. Wasn't that a a, 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 a dramatic weekend for you, pouring rain and wondering whether you'd go ahead, a last-minute check by the stewards, and in the end you got through a meeting. It was um, quite a hectic few days, not only the meeting itself but leading up. It was. It was really surprising, um, and it, it really did show that... Um, th- we have experienced a little bit of pain with our drainage over the last few years, but um, those, those works and, and um, I guess the industry's patience for us to get that right um, really did pay off. We, we had over 70 mils in, in the week leading up and, and 42 mils in the 24 hours beforehand. So um, for us to continue to race, um, I, I know the jumped race fraternity, uh, the riders are a little... Uh, um, go over a little bit more uh, wet ground than, than maybe what the flat riders do traditionally, but um, the, the day did go off really well. Um, there were some great local success stories and, and Lee Horner riding um, three wins from um, three rides and taking out um, both features was um, you know, a, a really nice local story as part of that day as well. And again, just remind us, and we hope there might be some crowds on track, who knows, but uh, remind us again for those that didn't hear, what did you do at Ballarat Turf Club in terms of your memberships? So with our memberships, um, the club has elected to carry over memberships from the 1920 period um, until such time that members are allowed back on course. 
and at that time um, they will be will be looking at a pro rata fee for whatever is left of the 2021 season. So um, we think that was a really uh, fair, fair approach. Um, and sort of not not asking too much of our members in in this short term period where we're not able to enjoy their company on course, um, and and we've been um, really buoyed by the support of the members who who oh, there's a handful of them there's, there's 35 or 40 I think that have um, actually paid their membership in full regardless of our current circumstances. So it, it's really nice to have that support from from a core group of, of members supporting the club. Yeah, I've heard that from a few clubs, uh, as you say, local country people, in some cases that don't even go to the track, that just pay their membership as a uh, not only a gesture but because they want to support the club. Belinda, always great to chat to you. We broadcast live into Ballarat on 13.14am, of course, but all the other racing administrators, those in the industry, those here in Melbourne, always keen to hear some news from clubs like Ballarat. Thanks for taking the call. All the best. Thanks, Andrew.